Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number five of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It is so glad to, to be with you today and, and to be back here for another episode of this podcast. Just wanted again to start off by saying thank you so much to all of those of you who have reached out and who have been so kind with your reviews and who have you know, made comments and sent emails and some text messages and just I really appreciate all the feedback uh, for the content that I've been putting out here. I want to continue to do that each week and uh, really uh, help each and every one of you in different areas of your life, uh, things that you're going through or that you've been through or that maybe you're about to go through that uh, you've never really thought about before. You've um, We're helping you think in a different way, and I think that's always that's always encouraging, and for me, uh, any time that I can learn something new or learn a new approach uh, certainly uh, brings value to my life, and, and hopefully it continues to bring value to yours as well. So I uh, just wanted to say a big thank you as we get started here this week. So today we're going to talk about uh, things that don't define you, and I want to start out by having a discussion in, in a little different direction, and that is by asking you a question. And a question that maybe you haven't considered before, uh, but a question that I think is very important uh, for all of us to consider, uh, not only for today, but as we look uh, to develop our future self and as we look to develop uh, the person that we want to be in our own personal lives as well as in our professional lives with our families uh, and and with our friendships and in all the ways that we interact with people uh, in this great world that we have. And so the question is, who are you? That's the question. Who are you? Think about that for a minute. If someone would come up to you and ask, uh, who are you? How would you answer that? I like to ask my clients that, and, and I'll get a, a variety of answers. Uh, some will tell me their names. Uh, some will start with their last name. Some will start with uh, their parents, and they'll go back and talk about who their parents were and, and how they've become who they are today. Uh, some won't have an answer to that question uh, right off the bat when I say, who are you? Uh, because they've never really pondered it before. But really for all of us, you know, who we are, who we've been, and who we're becoming is all a part of our belief system. It's all a part of what we've believed as we grew up. It's all a part of what we believe now and what we believe in the future. And if we don't stop to think about uh, who we are, and we don't start to think about what we believe and why we believe it, then as you can imagine, and your mind's already probably turning in that way, you, you never ask yourself that question. You know, some of us never stop to think, why do we believe what we believe? Because really, our beliefs make up who we are. 
because our beliefs make up what we do each and every day. And really, if we're living in intention, then our beliefs and what we think uh, each day is what we're aspiring to live up to. I'm sure that makes sense to you, but you probably haven't taken a lot of time to think about that. So when you think about the question, who are you, let's go back and let's say, okay, a lot of you were probably defined by a set of parents or a parent. Uh, it could have been a pastor to church. It could have been a teacher. It could have been a coach. It could have been somebody that, that really poured into your life uh, when you were young, but they, they developed and helped you develop a foundation of beliefs. And as you began to grow, you may have questioned those beliefs. You know, I talked to a lot of people who say they went through, you know, middle school and high school and they just really started questioning who they were and, and what they believed. And then for some people, it's when they got into college and they started uh, asking a lot of different questions and professors would ask different questions. And so they would really start thinking about who they believed. And then for others, it's once they got married or so on and so forth. And then the other end of the spectrum is, is those who really have never questioned what they believe or why they believe it. They've just always seen the world through a certain lens. They've seen the world through the lens of their parents or they've seen the world through the lens of a grandparent or somebody that they grew up with or the part of the country that they lived in or the part of the world that they lived in. And they've really never questioned why they believe what they believe. And so what's really interesting is when you really dive down and you think about your life, everything you do and every response you have and every way you see the world is filtered through a lens of what you believe. When you think about your work, do you believe that you should be on time? Do you, should, do you believe that it's okay to be a little late? Do you believe that your employees should act a certain way? Do you believe that they should dress a certain way? Do you believe you should dress a certain way? When you think about your kids, do you think your kids should act a certain way when they're at school and act a different way when they're at home? Do you think that you personally, you know, do you have uh, a set of beliefs around an exercise routine that you think you should exercise every day? Or do you not think exercise is important? Do you think food's important and what you put into your body is important, what you drink is important? Do you think if you worship or if you go to church is important or if it if you don't go to church and you don't worship, is that important? All of these things that we have and that we believe in or we don't believe in, you know, you can go down that whole political scale right now on which side that you may land on, what you do believe in, what you don't believe in. So beliefs go both ways, right? You either believe or you don't believe. But what you don't believe in or what you do believe in is what shapes you each and every day. And if we don't take the time to be intentional about what we believe and to really lay it out on a piece of paper and say, you know, these are the things that, that I believe in. Um, you know, the old saying is you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything, right? What do you actually believe in and what do you believe in yourself? And so that goes back to the question of who are you? You know, who are you? I am Darren Wilson, and I have been an athletic director most of my life. I've aspired to be, you know, a business leader. I was a baseball coach at one time. Now my thoughts are that I want to help people, and my passion is that I want to bring my intention to helping people each and every day for the rest of my life. That's what I want to do. I want to bring value to other people. And so I've kind of got that belief system as far as how the mantra that I want to live. And so can I and do I live that out every day? Well, of course, I don't always 
measure up to my own expectations, but certainly those are some of my beliefs in my belief system. And if someone asks, who am I? That would be part of the answer I would say. I would say I have a PhD in higher education. I'm from Versailles, Kentucky. I, you know, all of those things that make up who I am. And so, you know, you can take some time this week just to think about that question, who are you? Uh, What do you believe in? We're going to dive into beliefs in an upcoming episode that I think will be eye-opening to some of you who have never really considered uh, what you believe and why you believe. And if you have considered it before, it's always a good time to take stock and say, do I still believe what I used to believe? Or has have my beliefs changed? And if so, why? And do I believe what I want to believe? You know, for, for a lot of us, we don't even question or haven't questioned for a long time what we believed. And then, you know, when we, when we really drill down and when I'm working with a client in particular and I drill down and I say hey what do you believe when they look at me you know in the screen because we, we do these sessions on zoom when they look at me in a screen with with a with a face that looks like you know a deer in the headlight look and they go what do you mean what do I believe and I say it's just that what do you believe and they say you know I've, I've never really considered that and these are high achieving high level people that really haven't dove in to what they believe. And so I think that's important for for everyone. I met with a, a client two weeks ago and I asked him this very question and I said, you know, next week I want you to come to me and I want you to tell me the things you believe in. Just just give me a list of things you believe in. And he came back literally with a list of about five things. And he said, well, these are these are some of my beliefs. And they were very superficial beliefs. And literally by the end of about a 10-minute conversation and I had asked him a myriad of other questions about you know, what do you, what do you really believe? And what about, you know, how your company does this and how your employees do that and how you get up in the morning or how you don't get up in the morning or how you set your alarm or how you don't set your alarm or what time you go to bed at night or who you're going to date or who you, you know, who you ended up marrying. All those questions I was asking him, he just kind of looked at me like, oh, and I said, yeah, those are all beliefs. Those are all beliefs that we don't that we don't always think about. So we're going to dive into beliefs on another podcast. But as we think about today, the things that don't define you, right? It can be just the opposite sometimes of what you do believe in and, and the things that you do allow to define you. And so as we start to think about today, start thinking about some of these things that don't define you. Let's start with this. How about how much you'll get done today? Or how much you'll get done this week. How many of you out there let your entire identity live and die on what you get done in a day? Whether you get to work early, whether you get to work late, what all you do throughout the day, whether you meet all the expectations you have for your calendar, or whether you meet all the expectations that somebody else has for your calendar. How many of you let your identity and your value and your worth as a person show up in what you get done in a particular day or in a particular week. I know I've sure done that throughout my career, right? Especially growing up and you're, you're, you're grinding and you want to be the best player you can be and then you want to be the best coach you can be, you want to be the best administrator you can be, you want to be the best leader you can be, you want to be the best business leader you can be. And so it's very easy to let your self-worth get caught up in what you are or what you, what you aren't doing. But that doesn't define you. What you do each week, what you do each day, doesn't define you. That's not you. That's not who you are. That's simply what you do 
or what you don't do? How many of you get caught up in the type of home you live in? Do you own? Do you rent? Do you like your home? Is it organized? Those things, again, they don't define you. They are part of your, of your being. They're part of what you do, but they don't define you. How about this one for a lot of you? How many of you let your kids define you? And what I mean by that is if they're athletic, then you feel good about yourself. If they're not athletic, you don't feel so good. Or even you take it a step farther, if they perform well, you feel good about yourself. You're a good parent. You're a good person. You're a good husband. You're a good wife. You're a good mom. You're a good dad because of the way your kid performs. I don't know how many times I've seen over the course of my career kids at Little League games and their parents are living, literally living out their own being through their child. If you let your child define you, you will always be let down. You'll always be let down because your self-worth and who you are is not who your, who your child is. Your child is their own person. It's not who you are. And yet, we let our children define us each and every day. You think that your child's grades are a direct reflection on you. And they're not a direct reflection on you. They're a direct reflection on your child. You didn't go get the grades. They did. And yet, you let your self-worth be caught up in whether your child got all A's or not. All right? Some of you are nodding your heads out there. I can see you. Think about this. Does this define you? The shape of your body. Whether you're in great shape, whether you're not in great shape whether you get up in the morning and exercise, whether you don't get up in the morning and exercise. How many of you beat yourselves up because you don't exercise as regularly as, as you would like? How many of you beat yourselves up because your body doesn't look like the body of the other person or persons that are in the gym that you want to aspire to be? But you beat yourself up because that you let your body image or even somebody else's body image define you. That doesn't define who you are. How about this, especially those of you out there in the education world or in the business world, how many of you let your, your degree or your lack of degree define you? If you've got a doctorate, you feel a certain way. Certainly you might feel a certain way as soon as you get it, but then that tends to wane over time because, again, your degree or your lack of degree doesn't define you. If you don't have a bachelor's or if you do have a bachelor's, if you don't have a master's, if you do have a master's, what defines you is you. You are worthy because you were born on this earth, because you were born in this world. You are holy and worthy because of you, not because of anything else, not because of any outside source, because of you. What about this? How many of you let the number of times you fail define you? Some of you need to fail more. Some of you are afraid to go out and fail because of what someone else will say about you, because of, some, because of what someone else will think about you. Did you hear that? Some of you need to go fail. Some of you haven't failed in a long time because you've never taken a step outside of the box that you're comfortable in, and you're letting that box define you because you're afraid that if you fail, someone else will judge you. You're making that about you. 
you're making your failure at a certain task or at a certain job or in a certain realm as a parent or as a spouse, if you've gone through divorce or whatever that is, you're making that about you and you're letting that define you. And that doesn't define you, my friend, and that is good news. That's good news. That does not define you. How about this? How about your spouse's mood? Any of you let your spouse's mood define you? You come home at night and your spouse is in a bad mood and all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute. You're in a bad mood? Well, I'm going to be in a bad mood. You're in a bad mood? That makes, that makes that mean something about me. Do you know if your spouse is in a bad mood, that's about your spouse? That's about him or her. That's not about you. But how many times do you make it about you? And how many times do I make it about me? You know, we do that a lot. We tend to let others around us influence how we see and perceive ourselves. Those things don't define you. How about this? How many, how many of you let your likes or your followers on Twitter or Instagram or I like to say fake book, but we'll go with Facebook today. Of all of those things, your friends, how many of you let that define you? How many of you let social media define you? If I could just live up to what they're doing, if I could just get more likes on this post, why haven't people liked this post? I thought this was a great post. Man, I was making this one looking re- look really good. And I've only got 10 likes. What, what's wrong with people? You make that define you. And again, that has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the other people. If you want to put something out on social media, put it out on social media because you want to and just let it go. But what we do is we get caught up in that social media, right? How many followers can I get? How many followers do I have? How many followers do I want? And then it becomes how many likes. And you get that dopamine hit when you get that like. The brain says, oh, that's good. When you get likes, people like you. I'm worthy. I'm valuable. I mean something. And when you don't get that like, that level goes down in your brain. You're like, oh, I must be bad. I must not be any good. I'm not worthy because I didn't get the likes. The likes, friends, don't have anything to do with you. They don't define you. And then how about this for you coaches out there in the athletics world? How many of you let wins and losses define you? You win. It's all about you, your ego. You feel good that night. You go home. You lose. It's all about you, your ego. You're down. You're the worst coach ever, so on and so forth. There are so many coaches out there that let the athletics world define them by wins and losses. Same thing in the life coaching world, right? If you're a life coach out there and you don't have as many clients as you want or the client turns you down, they don't respond the way you want them to respond or you don't get as many clients as you, as you wanted in a particular day or in a particular week or in a particular month, you make that about you. Their response does not equate to your value or your worth. How about your job? A lot of you put your whole value and your whole intrinsic value in your job and in your profession. What if you lost your job tomorrow? If you lose your job tomorrow, does that mean you're a bad person? Does that mean you don't have value? Does that mean you're not worthy? Of course not. It's just a job. But think about how many of you and how many of us put so much of our self-worth in our jobs instead of really dialing in to 
knowing that we are holy and we are worthy because we're alive and because we're our own unique self. Instead of getting caught up in ourselves and caught up in, hey, I am just thankful to be here. I am really thankful to be put on this earth. We get caught up in our jobs. And the last one that's kind of kind of goes into that same realm is your boss. What about what your boss says about you? Do you let what your boss says about you carry into the night, carry into your next day, carry into your next week, because you're allowing your boss to define who you are or who you are not? So I want you to think about and remember that none of those things that I've talked about today, they don't define you. I want you to be yourself. Be yourself this week. Don't rely on anyone else to validate you, to approve you, or to make you feel that you're okay. Friends, you're the only unique person like you in this entire world. No one else will be as special as you. No one else will be like you. No one else will bring the same traits that you bring. No one else will have the same talent that you bring. And when we and you put our value into someone else and we let someone else define who we are, we will never be our truest versions of ourselves because we will never catch up to that pedestal that we've put ourselves on that we are supposed to become or that we're supposed to be or that we let somebody else tell us that we're supposed to be. You should, I hope, shoot for the moon, shoot for the stars in anything you want to do. That's why I said earlier, I hope you'll, you'll take some time and think about some areas that you, you need to fail in because you haven't tried in so long. And so this doesn't mean that you can't define yourself. What this does mean is you should define yourself. You should define yourself in how you want to be. Who do you want to be in this world? What do you want to believe in? What do you want? to be defined as, as you continue this thing we call life, and how do you want to be and show up and be the best version of yourself each and every day? Remember what defines you this week. You do. This is the type of work that I'm getting to do every week with clients, and I got to tell you, I'm so excited about it. Um, The type of work, the type of passion that I see from other people throughout the country and then that we're able to sit down and we're able to see life-changing moments and life-changing events throughout a three, four, five, six-month occurrence has been really, really impactful, not only for me, but certainly for all the clients that I'm with. So I encourage you to check out uh, drdarrenwilson.com. It's D-R-D-A-R-I-N, Wilson.com. Follow me on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson. Uh, Reach out to me, direct message me if I can help you in any way. And I hope you all have a wonderful and great week. And I can't wait to see you back here next time. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.